Today is George Washington's birthday, and in honor of his birthday and President's Day this week, I heard a great story. Joe Biden, our president, couldn't sleep at night. Too many naps during the day, perhaps. He was restless. He was walking the halls of the White House and wondering what history would make of him. As he rounded a corner in the West Wing, he came face to face with a portrait of George Washington, the first president. You know, figuring he might as well talk to someone other than himself for a bit. He plucked up his courage and he asked Washington the first thing that came to his mind. People think I am old and demented. What can I do to help America? The portrait of Washington replied, No more deception, falsehoods, and half-truths. Be strictly honest in everything you do. Biden nodded and he moved on. The next night he again was wakeful, having slept through most of the meetings he did attend that day. As he passed the Oval Office, he came across a portrait of Thomas Jefferson. Hoping for some more practical advice than the one he received the night, the night before, he asked again, What can I do to help America? Jefferson's image replied, Urge Congress to be nonpartisan, stop holding people without charges or access to their lawyers, and begin acting like a president and not like a king. This went right over Biden's head, and the following night, as insomnia dogged him yet again, he stumbled past the Rose Garden, where he suddenly encountered the gilded frame of Abraham Lincoln, the 16th president. Again, he asked, Tell me, Mr. President, what can I do to be a better president to help the country? Lincoln looked him up and down, then stared into his eyes in a most disconcerting manner. After a moment, he said, At a play, duck. Well, after the special counsel's report came out last week referring to President Biden as a, quote, elderly man with a poor memory, and his handling of classified documents, quote, present serious risks to national security due to his, quote, significantly limited recollection, it would seem that now is a good time for Mr. Biden to, quote, duck, or at the very least bow out of the race for president, so that the country he oversees can place a mentally competent individual in a position of high power to make necessary decisions to run the country. No, not Vice President Harris, in case you were wondering. I said mentally competent. But why, asked the leftist apologist, Biden was, uh, was not charged with any criminal wrongdoing, unlike his predecessor, who was under 91 indictments for a whole host of real and imaginary felonies. Well, the answer is that the special counsel made it very clear. Although Joe Biden did commit crimes when he was vice president, however, quote, Biden's age and presentation would make it more difficult to convince a jury beyond a reasonable doubt that the now 81-year-old was guilty of willfully committing a crime. In other words, he's more likely to get off due to mental incompetence than be convicted of willful crimes he committed against his country. How about that for justice? In the eyes of Hashem, things don't work this way. Truth is really truthful, and justice is just to the point of absolute perfection. Thus, if a person in a position of power is meant to be downgraded, or one who is lower is destined to achieve leadership, the Abish just sees to it that it occurs. We find this very famously with Baruch Mordechai and Ar Haman. This week is Purim Katna, so it's very appropriate. Whereby Haman fell from his lofty position of grace and power. While Mordechai was raised up from sitting at the city gates in ash and sackcloth to become the regal minister of the king of Persia himself. Even Moshe Rabbeinu in this week's parsha was told by Hashem, Hakrev Elechos Aaron 
Bring Aaron, your brother, close. The Archaim explains that initially Moshe Rabbeinu was destined to be the Kohen Gadol as well as the Manik. And he was supposed to officiate in the Mishkan. But this honor was taken away from him when he told the Rabbanshah of the Mitzrayim that somebody else should lead Bnei Yisrael out of Mitzrayim. So instead, Hashem told him to elevate Aaron to his position as the sanctified Kohen Gadol along with his sons. And this will serve as a kapara for Moshe's, quote, sin. In other words, Moshe was required to relinquish his status for the benefit of his brother, and moreover, teach him the laws and practices of how to become the Kohen Gadol. Of course, Moshe was the purest servant of Hashem, and he understood and accepted that if he was meant to be downgraded at some point, it was obviously for the best. Hashem only does what is best for the world. There is never a reason to doubt or dismiss the words of Hashem. Back to our wonderful president. How many signs and warnings does a man like Joe Biden need before he understands that his time as president is over and he must step aside? Does the world body laughing at the senile old man, shaking the air, uttering nonsense and tripping on just about every staircase he encounters, a good enough hint? Will the polls showing that over 80% of Americans think he's too old for a second term qualify as an indication? Can the fact that he doesn't remember when his own son passed away years ago, or that he claimed he was talking to the dead leaders of France and Germany, serve as proof that this fuzzy-brained old-timer has got to go? My gut tells me that any intelligent and forthright individual with the best interests of the country at heart would say for sure... But who says we're dealing with honest, straight, and genuine people wishing to do right by the American public?